All right, country. I I have something to say. You ready here? Yes. Listen. You are originally from a county in Tennessee that was named after the founder of the KKK. Is that right? Yes. Would you say your hometown is pretty uh, divided along the uh, color lines? You know, like, like a book or something silly like that? Could be, yeah. You know, race. That's what I'm saying. You think there's some racial uh, divides there? It used to be when I was in high school. All right. So, right now we've got a state, country that says that the Christians of their state are not, they can't prove that they're religious enough to get a religious exemption. Do you, do you know what the, this state is actually doing, country? First of all, I, I, I want to hear your comments before I comment. Tyranny. Why is that? They're overstepping their boundaries. What boundaries? Our rights, our freedom of religion. What rights? What freedom of religion? Who says we have those? The Constitution. What Constitution? The Constitution of the United States. Okay. Are you a U.S. citizen? No. All right. But you were born in what state? Tennessee. Say that again clearly. Tennessee. No, 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 no. You you have a regular Tennessee. Regular <laughs> country accent. Tennessee. All right. <laughs> Good deal. Hey, you know, we're not in Alabama. People may not be able to understand that. <clears throat> I wouldn't go to Alabama or Louisiana without an interpreter. Mississippi's okay. <laughs> anyway, so Colorado said that uh, you get no uh, exemption to religious beliefs from the medical world. So basically, to to, to be able to say that is kind of like saying that the state will determine what eternity is, what an eternal being is, uh, what life ever after is, whether we're mortal or immortal. And if they can do that, then what's to stop them from determining what your hopes and dreams are? And if they say jump and you say how high, then that must be your hopes and dreams because they can make it so. If they can determine whether or not you are religious enough. It's like saying that, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci is, you know, he's a part of this religion called I'm an expert religion. I have a degree religion. I know what I'm talking about. Religion. Just like, see, this is this is part of their religion. Because if they did not feel like an authority figure on a matter, then they wouldn't be telling other people that, uh, no, that's not a religion or you're not religious enough. They would have to know what religious enough is, right? Yes. Well, how would they know? I mean, they're a state. They, they, they try to balance a budget. 
you know, make the spending circle smaller than the income circle. Don't violate any part of the Constitution, otherwise that's considered seceding from the the Union of these United States. According to the uh, Post-Civil War Reconstruction Act, where every state that wanted to come back into the Union had to agree they were not going to violate the Constitution or its amendments. And what did we get after the Civil War? When slavery ended, do you know what we got? you know which amendment we got? 13. That's right. Do you know what 13 says? What does it say? It's a beautiful amendment, first of all. But it says this. It should not be involuntarily... Well, listen, listen, if, if you're going to, if, if black lives really do matter, then this is something that should matter to every black person on the soil between the Pacific Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean that crosses the Mississippi River, if you know what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> it says, neither involuntary servitude nor slavery shall exist in any place subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. So if anybody says, are you a U.S. citizen, that would mean that they suppose to have or they uh, you could say purport, I suppose, or maybe like, they're just under the impression really that they have jurisdiction to do what they're doing business-wise, financial-wise, you know, um, legal-wise, they're under this idea that passing a law in the state means you can do something. And for the most part, that is true, except where it contradicts that Constitution. Because a state could theoretically say, what, the, if you've got COVID-19 and you're just automatically... Uh, you're going to be automatically enrolled in a program to get you fixed. Well, now this is involuntary servitude if you don't want it and don't volunteer for it, but we're going to volunteer you anyway without your consent. Or we'll get pseudo-consent, pseudo-permission. And, uh, and we'll give you quasi-help in the process. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. But think about this. California, from, you know, you've heard this from our friends. Uh, California said it will take your kids if you don't get a vaccine. So we're the state. Um, we get to give your kids vaccines in any order we choose, not the way that will not give them some kind of, you know, autism. We don't have to. And and you can't sue us and you can't sue the vaccine manufacturers because the vaccine manufacturers are protected by laws that Democrats passed. So essentially, they are conducting warfare at this point because at this point, they could create anything deadly and call it a vaccine and the states could require the people... To take it. 
or be fined into oblivion. There's like there's daily fines going on in the Northeast. Daily fines for conducting business as usual and reopening businesses and not doing certain things that never spread the virus in the first place. They're punishing the good people for the acts of the Chinese. Now, you have to ask yourself, because this is all, what I'm talking about is not like new, new information. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So at this point, what really does it matter, as Hillary Clinton might say? But at this point, the only thing that matters is getting this country back on its feet and not killing ourselves over an infinitesimal death rate. There's more there's more people that die of drinking stuff that have big clear warning labels on them that says do not ingest. There's more people that die of drunk driving. We don't we have not started a second prohibition. I mean I mean do you see where this is going? The only thing this helps, the only people or group that this helps is not black people. It's not white people. The only thing that this helps is Dr. Fauci's wallet and the Chinese. Do you know who Dr. Fauci worked for for the last couple of decades, three decades, four decades? I'm not four decades old. But supposedly he had a hand working for quite a wealthy guy and trying to solve a pandemic of his own time called the AIDS pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. We don't need an expert. What we need is that constitution respected. Because when people are dying from one thing or another, there's still people not dying. But here's, here's what I'm saying. We can live without these regulations and without these COVID protections. You understand? Yes. But if we have to live without something, I mean, do you think, do you think more people will continue to die with all that's going on Will more people die from this nonchalant virus? It's like an old crippled man that's like only kills a very small percentage of old people and a handful of others, percentage-wise. I mean, it's like it's like people that you know. I got to look up the numbers on this one, but I mean, how many people die of choking on food a year? You know. And we don't ever hear about it. And they don't ban food, do they? Country. That's right. Do you reckon that, uh, let's say we get, um, you know, we get our police force and, uh, they start following the Constitution? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think, do you think we are going to be better off with a, with a, 
overbearing government, more more of what we've got, more of pol- more police, more sanctions, more rules, wear the masks, all of this intel from mysterious unknown places that changes seems like every week or so. And a lot of time it flip-flops 180 degrees. Wear a mask, oh, masks don't prove anything. Which is true, by the way. From a deep dive study. Wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, doesn't do anything one way or the other. You've seen that. Honestly, when are we going to recognize that this could, you know, what if they've what if they've manufactured a lot of this coronavirus and they just just put it in spray bottles, like they can put all kinds of other stuff in spray bottles in China, and produce millions of bottles of it, and have have it shipped to every city in America, and it wouldn't even cost them that much because Bill Clinton and all the other guys was a part of making deals with China for the last several decades. I'm talking about you, Jimmy Carter. And let our walls down. And it costs only like $1,000 to move a freight container from China to California. But it costs $8,000 American to move a freight container from Alaska to California. What is this, What is the sense in that? Except that this country was not supposed to be here as long as it is. And the people that have a D in front of their name. Not you doctors, that's a DR. You know, it's okay. But a D in front of your name. What America exactly do you think you live in? Let me tell you something. Country, do you remember when we met? Yeah. You were working a job, and this job was ran by a uh, religious organization. Yeah. And they said, you're going to get these needles in your skin, in your body. We're going to put needles in you. And you're overdue for us putting needles in your body. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. So, you remember what I did? Yes. And I said, uh, listen, <laughs> you want to tell this? You want me to tell this? Uh, you can tell it. I said, listen, this is, I, I wrote them back, right? The notes. I said, listen, I don't know what country you think this is. But you had better ask me first before you go sticking needles or putting anything into my wife. And do you remember what they responded back to that with? No. What did they say? You said it's mandatory. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I said, congratulations. I don't know what we got to do, but. You just retired from that job. Because to the, this religious organization, 
one of the oldest, as far as I'm aware. Since uh, that Peter guy. One of the oldest, as far as I'm aware. They don't believe you should have religious beliefs that don't line up with theirs. <laughs> oh, the irony. I'm not, I'm not going to say which saint T hospital this was in Nashville. But you can do your own research. But see, when it comes down to the truth and the real beliefs, you either have your real beliefs. Listen, if you're going to die from a coronavirus or anything else, why don't you die for what you believe in? Because the only reason we have freedoms to begin with is that other people have already made, they made peace with that decision years ago and years before. Months before. Days before. Somebody took their life. Who was sent over here by King George. Or somebody running up the Mississippi River. From the French. Or somebody else trying to take away your rights. Because you're too black. Or because... Nobody needs blacks having rights because that means they can own guns. And if blacks aren't slaves, that means they're going to try to settle the score because there's been people uh, maybe, you know, raping and pillaging the whole family for years. And somebody got tired of it after the Civil War. Let me tell you something. Democrats got very scared after the Civil War and they put in a bill. They put in a bill, kind of a last-ditch effort, to reclaim some of the control they had. Because they totally lost the Civil War. But, back then, there was not such a uh, high percentage of lawyers in the Congress. And so they got a bunch of lawyers together and wrote some legislation. Long story short... They could argue and say, well, maybe not all uh, slaves were born here on American soil, so we need to make a way for them to be federal citizens. You know, U.S. citizens. So there is Amendment 14. And the strange thing about all of this is that to become a U.S. citizen is a voluntary thing, which means you're not born here, you're born somewhere else. You want to become an American, so to do that you become a U.S. citizen. You were not born here. The only problem with that is claiming that everybody born here automatically gets U.S. citizenship creates a bridge between two worlds that never should exist. And that is the bridge between those with rights and a bridge between legal entities, corporations, these kind of things, like PepsiCo or Coca-Cola. The Coca-Cola bottling company does not have rights. They're a corporation. It does not live and breathe.
If you live and breathe, you are supposed to have rights. However, when you get pulled over and they say, are you a U.S. citizen? It's easy money for them. Because they cannot pass laws in this land. No state, no legislature body can pass laws that just gives them more money. Makes their budget higher. Because they don't print the money. The Democrats made sure who prints the money is not 100% American owned. You can thank FDR or Woodrow Wilson for all of this. But it's not 100% American owned. Kind of weird. If you think about it, it's suspicious. But it works. It's a system we have. And it works as long as you spend money. As long as babies are born and you make things or do work, you give some kind of a service, then every dollar in this whole country has a value. But when you stop working, the value goes down tremendously. If I cut a tree down and build a table out of it and sell it for $400, I've just created $400 into the economy. Out of thin air. I didn't trade gold to the bank and they turn it into 400 bucks and print it saying, yeah, yeah, we approve that you have $400 worth of gold. So here's $400. And while the Democrats thought this was an ingenious way to control our money, if you think about it, us hardworking types really can create wealth in this country. Oh, and by the way, guess what we've been doing for the last hundred years and longer? Working hard. They never thought this country would outlast and outwork their plans and ideas. But we have. We love to work hard. We love to play hard. That's why we spend our money. And we work so hard for We'll spend our money on collectibles and all kinds of goofy stuff. But it feels good to spend money. Because we work so hard for it. And damn it, it's our money to spend in the first place. Because we worked for it. And we earned it. And you can read Ecclesiastes to back that up. Because that is a gift from God to enjoy the fruits of your labor but if you don't labor or if you're too scared to go labor then you've been fauci'd somebody decided to pull some wool over your eyes or maybe a mask over your eyes and deceive you but this country literally does not work if people do not work. And the funny thing is, it works so good. This system actually works, for the most part, in its most simplistic ways, better than the old system. However, the bridge between your legal name and 
the person who is known by a similar name, who is not a name, how can you be a name? This is this is a door. This I can call this door a door. But this door is not a name. It is a door. It has a name, but it's not a name. Otherwise, they'd be looking at a picture or something. Because it wouldn't be a door. It would just have a name of door. Like Minecraft, you know. 6464. Maybe some kind of big number like that. Doesn't matter what I write. It's just a name. Until it's not just a name. And you're not just a name. And you've been listening to Cooter and Country. <laughs>